Hello and welcome to the 90s Galore Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another splendid edition, exciting edition of the 90s Galore Podcast. Uh, man, I'm super pumped for tonight's show. I got a very special guest, man. Uh, uh, I like to say we we got a, we caught a big fish again. We caught a big Not fish. Not a fish, a whale. <laughs> we caught a whale. That's right. Um, this one's very special because of the topic, not only because of the topic, I should say, uh, most importantly, the, the guest, um, this man has been a friend of mine since, uh, I don't know, 1981, 1982. If my math is correct, that's 38 yeah. years, some odd years. We go long time, right? I knew your brother when he was, uh, not even born yet right. in your mom's stomach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we go way back, right? And uh, and I want to say I'm proud of him because uh, this is a long time coming. I've been trying to get him on here for, for a while now. And uh, so, yeah, man, I, I just got a little bone to pick with him. Uh, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, I have a great feeling about my guest. He's going to bring it tonight. We're going to capture some comedy gold tonight. We're going to capture the magic. I'm going to try, Andy. I'm going to try. Yeah. you right. And no, no, no! I know you're gonna do it, man. I know you're gonna you're gonna come through, and uh, I'm just trying to build a little anticipation here, Damien. I'm not trying to get you. Uh, I'm not trying to pressure you. Um, okay. But I am trying to make you nervous. Is it working? I haven't been this nervous since I hit the real buffet in Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of. Whew, okay, La- let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Damien Carrion, how's it going? Hello, and I love hearing that opening. That opening is becoming legendary. I have my kids saying it. Is that? Yeah, they love it. Wow, that's. I'm starting to say it. Shit. God. So you can say I'm a household name. You're almost a household. At least uh, some condominiums know you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Right? I'll take that. I'll take it. How's everything going, Damien? Going good. Still recovering from that Super Bowl. Uh, That was a. I think along with a lot of other people, you know, all the food and the, you know, all the partying that goes along with that, people visiting. It's like a, it's like another holiday now. Oh it's yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, so, man. I, dude, I'm, I'm really. I'm sorry. I'm still recovering from from that Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, no, it was yeah. a, it was a it was a great a great game. Great, it's always mm-hmm. fun. Super Bowl's always fun. Uh, great, you know. You get together with friends. You uh, you eat a lot. You eat too much. Mm-hmm. You drink too oh, much. Yeah, and then you spend the next uh, year trying to work everything off, right? Yeah, that's 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 that's, uh, that's part of being American, Andy. Yeah, American. yeah. It, it's funny how like you come off of Christmas and New Year's, uh, you know, you come off uh, at Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then you you go for about a month, and then you get Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, everything you worked for in January you, you, just goes out the window. Know, you know what's funny that you say that is like, you know how I see people that start their diets and working out like in January, but I'm going, dude, what's that? That Super Bowl is like lingering there. I, so I kind of like, that's my end. The Super Bowl is like the last of the bad eating. So that's how I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just go I'm out a vegan. The- I start my, I'm a vegan today. I'm a vegan. Oh, you started today. I start today. I'm a vegan. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so you're one day in. I'll ask you tomorrow how that's going. Yeah. <laughs> right? Probably have a bacon omelet. Okay, go ahead. No, dude, I'm really excited you came on, man. I'm, um, I couldn't think of anybody else to uh, more qualified, you know, to talk yeah. about this particular topic. Um, mm-hmm. 
pro wrestling wwe i mean yeah. you're you're the you're the expert man and as far it's, as i'm concerned it's been, it's been like a childhood love and you know who i credit um well i think we credit um we both do because you, you were in it with me when yeah got popular but the movie that like just were i think i watched it with you with rocky three when we saw uh Hulk Hogan is Thunderlips against Rocky, and I was like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But my dad already kind of knew about wrestling. He's like, "Oh, it's phony, it's fake." And then I'm like, <laughs> and then when I, when I saw, dude, when I saw Hulk Hogan, I was just like, "What? Did, I, I didn't think humans could get that big." And then he was doing those moves and stuff, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And then um, I remember I asked him, well, "Who who was that guy?" And he goes, "You, I think I, I heard somewhere his name is Hulk Hogan." Hulk, and then we. Then we're looking for it on table, and then boom, the love affair began. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I remember that, man. I remember yeah. vaguely, but uh, I think that's when it. Yeah, it started it all, huh? With with watching uh, Hulk Hogan, yeah. and he was well, just for me. That's like what, like, yeah, I knew nothing about it until then. And then I, I went all the way, got all into it. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah, it became one of your favorite subjects. I mean, it was calculus and then uh, wrestling, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, well, it was always been, it was always it's always been Star Wars, the Muppets, and then uh, wrestling. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, in that order, right? No, would it be in that order? And then uh, I remember you bringing He-Man figures over too. Oh, and then I got into He-Man. Remember? That's the uh, those are some days, man. <laughs> those are the days. Gosh, we're going back thirty plus years now, man. Dude, I remember your yeah, your parents came over to my house and you had. You had those figures. I was, I was like blown away. Like I saw Skeletor, it was blue, and they're all buff. And I was like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, and I got into that. So it's kind of you got me into kind of both of them. Oh wow! Stick with them. You know? Dude, I'm glad we clarified that. I, I, I'll take the credit for that, man. Yeah, I think yeah. The you asked me the questions about Hulk Hogan, and I set me off, dude. You set me off. Gosh, and the rest is history, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. And so you uh, got some. Uh, Good topics here. Let's uh, let's hear what. Well, what do you want? What do you like to discuss? Well, well, before we get into that, you know, you know, I, I kind of want to let the give the listeners a little bit more of a, a background be, uh, of us because um, we grew up on the same street. You know, five, uh-huh. five houses down from each other. Like I said, nineteen eighty one ish, eighty two. I, I can never pinpoint. I think we okay. moved. Um, do we? Do you want me to tell the infamous Scotta story or? Yeah, why not, man? I think that's well, a. We we need to uh, document that okay, that story so for uh, um, all you listeners out there. And um, I know uh, I know besides Andy, who's heard it um, maybe a thousand times, and his brother Oscar. This would be um, two a thousand and one now. Two thousand and one. I uh, I think I was like six years old, and I come out of my house, and what am I? Two years older than you, Andy? Yeah, two years. Two years. Uh. Two years. And then Oscar, what was Oscar? Oscar was like maybe, okay, so I'm six. Oscar. Uh, I'm six about four. You're like four, almost five. Yeah, so Oscar had to be Oscar almost three. Like three four. or two or something. Yep. And I go out, you know, and, uh, you know, I'll, uh, me and Andy are of Latino descent, for all you listeners out there. And um, <laughs> I was pretty damn dark. And I, I actually thought I was white. It was really weird. I'm like the darkest one of everyone. And uh, I go out there and I see them and I. <laughs> And they're just sitting on the curb. And um, 
you know, um, we're coming back to, you know, Spanish backgrounds, but Andy, uh, only, uh, he didn't, um, he wasn't speaking English too well then. So then I, yeah, I, I go and I, and I see the little one, the little one, um, Oscar, kind of looks like a, a little Aladdin, the Aladdin kid, a little cute kid. And then I go, what's your name? And he goes, Kaka. And I'll explain. <laughs> What the heck is that? Oh, maybe he's too little. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't understand. And I asked the big one, you know, because Andy's always been like a big dude, you know. And then he goes, uh, I asked the older one, and I go, Hey, uh, what's your name? And he goes, God, God. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he took off on his little bike. He had this little orange bike with yellow gas tape around it, and he takes off. <laughs> And then I was like, well, who were oh, those guys? And then uh, we are friends, uh, family, yep. all these years later. Yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> that story. <but. laughs> that's, oh. that's been it. Yeah. Been it. yeah, yeah. Five houses down from each other. Oh, I remember that bike, man. It was a Kent. Remember K-E-N-T, that's Kent. Dude, it was plastic, dude. It was like in between a little baby bike. And um, then I'm like an adult bike. Yeah, it was so, just like medium size, perfect. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Um, I remember, yeah. uh, I don't know if you ever knew this story, where I was up the street, up the cul-de-sac, up uh, where uh, the Dicks live, Eric and David and all those guys. That was their last name, the real last name. He is, this is not a joke. That is correct. That is a, 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 these are real real human beings with the last name yeah. Dick. Yeah. And uh, great people, by the way. And yeah. uh God rest, uh, David Dick Soul, good guy, man, good guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But good I was guy. I was up at the top of that cul-de-sac on my bike, and uh, for some reason I decided to. I was going down the hill, going down the cul-de-sac, and it was you know, it was uh, you can go down the hill on it, and uh, I stuck my foot in the the front wheel into the spoke no. in the spokes. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was thinking, man, and. Uh, you fucking I, ate shit? I, was, I don't know if I was trying to do a trick. I, yeah, I literally went over the handlebars and just ate oh. it. I don't. Do you remember? Do you? Did you ever know that? That you flipped over? The, how yeah. old were you? Yeah, I, I had to be probably five years old, five six years old, and uh, flipped over. And then uh, one of the neighbors heard me cry. I, was, I just, you know, freaked out, man, and walked me all the way home on my bike in yeah. shame. I just walked in shame and embarrassment, man. And uh, what? what I forget Wait, who's huh? Where did the dicks come in on this? No, I was just trying to, uh, oh. you know. Okay. I thought they, I, I thought they may have helped you. I thought uh, just so you could. I was just, na- I just named them so just so you could identify which street I was on oh, exactly. Like yeah, yeah, man. So, anyways, the, just we could go. I mean, we could make a whole podcast on uh, on our street, on dude. Our st- the, yeah, yeah. All the wiffle ball and basketball battles we had and. Oh yeah. man, yeah, oh, good, I, good time for sure, for sure, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, so let's get down to brass tacks here. You so yeah. we, we you came on here on the Nice Galore podcast so to talk about WWE, formerly known as WWF, right? And uh, WWF World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Originally, yeah, it was called the World Wrestling Federation. And uh, actually, if we go even farther back, it was Worldwide Wrestling Federation. But they cut out too many. It was too many W's, so then they went with WWF. Worldwide. What was it? Worldwide. World, World, World Wrestling. Worldwide Wrestling Federation. So it's four. Wait, is that three, three W's? Three W's. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I didn't oh. pass my calculator. So forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, so okay, so was that under? Uh, so yeah, just you know, explain that a little bit. So when did it become? Um, you know, so it was Worldwide WWE? Wrestling Federation. What's that? When it became WWE. You mean when it went from WWF to WWE? No, when it came, when it went from uh, before that, when it went to you know triple oh, yeah. W's to when Vince McMahon um, took it over, like the son Vince McMahon Jr., which is the guy who's right now running it. Yeah. Um, he, uh, you know, he's he to me, he's like a Walt Disney dude. He's just he's just amazing the characters he he's made and oh yeah, all the stuff he's done and um, yeah. So I guess like he thought that was too many letters. Then he made the symbol. The WWF symbol, and you know he wanted to make something more catchy for TV, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he went with World Wrestling Federation, which is WWF, and then then when they started using that as abbreviation, the World Wildlife Fund was suing them. There was, I think, they were suing them through the '80s and even through the '90s, and they finally ended up losing. I think late '90s or early 2000s, uh-huh. and then they and then they were already kind of getting into movies and stuff like the uh, World Wrestling Federation. They just went with World Wrestling Entertainment. Awesome. And, uh, okay, so, yeah. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so they actually lost it in court. Is that is that yeah. correct? He lost in court to the World Wildlife Fund. Wow, and they had to change it. Yeah, they changed it. So, yeah. so other fucking, uh, fucking pandas, huh? They'll do it to you every time, huh? Panda. <laughs> That's their 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 logo. The worldwide wildlife fund. Uh, their logo has a panda on it, right? If I'm not mistaken. So we'd actually be. Uh, they'd still be WWF if it wasn't for that, correct? Yeah, you know, have you ever uh, seen a panda in person? Yeah, at, at uh, really? my neighbor has one. No. <laughs> No, at the zoo. Yeah, man. LA yeah, Zoo. Those are some rare animals though. I think only San Diego Zoo is would have them, but those aren't those aren't really circulating around the world those, uh, those They're not. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen a panda in a while though. So. Yeah, are they are they still extinct? I hope they're not. Yeah, they're still. They're interesting animals. Look up on them. Interesting. Yeah, I got I gotta learn a little bit more about those animals, man. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, anyway, back to World Wildlife Fund. So yeah, but uh, what wasn't it originally Capital Wrestling uh, under the Senior McMahon? You're thinking the I think it was the or, was it the father of Vince Senior? You mean like uh, Vince Senior's dad? So Vince Junior's uh, grandfather, correct? Yeah, I read something. I read something about that. It was uh, it was Capital Wrestling, right? Like that. Um, well, that was like way, yeah, way. Yeah, well, I'm uh, talking. Wow, that's pretty good. You're very knowledgeable there. You got me on that one. Well, you know, I'm just, I, I have my moments, Damien. You yeah, know, you do. Well, very yeah. good research there. But the, the gen- his grandfather's name, uh, I think that was uh, was. I think he was a uh, promoter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Jess uh, Jess McMahon was his name, founder of uh, yeah, yeah CWC, I- right? The Capital Wrestling yeah. Corporation. Yeah. And then um, uh-huh. they were Irish immigrants too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Yeah. The nineteen fifty January seventh, nineteen fifty three, was the first show under Capital Wrestling Corporation. Yeah. Uh, which was un- you know founded by uh, uh, Jess McMahon, which is Vince McMahon's grandfather. Yeah. Uh, so they go, man. They go back generations in the business. And then Vince McMahon's dad like left him as he when he was a baby. And um, right. And he was raised by his mom and like I think a stepfather. 
Yes. And then he didn't see his dad again until he was like 12. Right. And then they kind of had like, yeah. So he grew up kind of rough though, too. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, he was a he was a rough dude the way he grew up. He didn't like have all this money handed over to him. You know? No, no, he he's, uh, he worked. He definitely worked his way up, man. That guy, I, I admire Vince McMahon because he's a. Uh, we'll get into Vince McMahon a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's so much to talk about here, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a great, great story, man. You know, a lot of uh, history, a lot of history with the uh, It's funny because I believe everybody has had their relationship with wrestling at one time in their life yes and everyone in the united states maybe in the world because they're well known throughout the world but it's everybody's had a little something whether it was third grade or you know i mean everybody knows the rock call coke and all those characters so oh no doubt relate it's relatable no doubt at this time uh damien i'm gonna go ahead and let you take over uh because you're super knowledgeable about pro wrestling go ahead no i'm just I figure, what the hell, man? You, you're, like I said, you're the expert, man. Um, you know what? It's a passion. It's like once I once I get going on it, I uh, I just go off. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just something, you know. Right? No, of course, man. Because you're passionate what, about if, it. If we talk with strawberry sandwiches, oh my god, I'll give you three oh. hours on the strawberry sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be the next episode. <laughs> the the eating habits of Damien Carry On. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the hat. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it, it, dude. Okay, so does does the name Toots Mond ring a bell? Toots, the porn star. Who's Toots Mond? What is that? <laughs> I've never heard that one. Uh, you never heard of Toots? Toots? No, it's that one. Huh? Toots Mond. Yeah. T T O O T. Yeah, Toots T O O T S. Well, you got. I think you got me on that one. No what way. Is, what is that? He was, uh, are you serious? Really? Really? You got me on this one. He, he, um, he was, he was a business partner of, um, he was a wrestling promoter, uh, in, from New York, um, who, uh, he started out with the NWA and then he joined forces with, um, with the elder, with Jess McMahon back in the fifties. Well, you see, you're, you're talking like very old, those are like old wrestling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's like you're. I mean, you're talking like Gorgeous George and Bobo Brazil. You're talking like some old stuff, right? Like that's like wrestling historian stuff. You remember uh, my uncle John um, and, the, and his and his cousin Edward, the, no. the dog face, the dog face gremlin. Yes, um, um, they were into wrestling, and they would like throw out those names. Like they're because they were like geez, I don't know when did we know them. They were like their thirties and stuff. They're Talking about all these other wrestlers, right? And their time, right? And yeah, so that was like their era. So yeah, they were probably, yeah. That's why I wasn't from, that familiar with that one. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. This guy Tutsman was, uh, dude. He was born in uh, 1894, and, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, he, and he he promoted like guys, uh, guys like uh, Antonio Roca. Uh, Bruno San Martino, oh, yeah. Stu Hart, Cowboy, dude, Bill Watts. Bruno San Martino, dude. Yeah. yeah. They have a documentary on him right now. Bruno San Martino? Yeah, good one. Yeah. Really? There, yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, they got some good uh, documentaries uh, yeah. that they come out uh, related to w, you know, pro wrestling, WWE, and all that. Yeah. You know. Um, really? But I, I always thought it was uh, Vince McMahon's dad that kind of. Uh, 
you know, he, well, he had a huge part in it uh, that, that kind well, of that helped build it. Wrestling in like back in like 60s, 70s, they had territories across the United States. Uh-huh. There was, this was before cable. Okay. So you had like the South. I mean, I can't go into all the the territories. And then you even had parts in Canada. So like New York and the East Coast up there, like the part up there was like McMahon's territory. Okay. Like dad had that territory. And then down the south was Jim Crockett. And Jim. they were the ones that had like, uh, like they had Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, you know, those those wrestlers, you know. Uh, now, Jim Crockett, was he the uh, owner or was he just a prom- a promoter? Yeah, they're all promoters, you know. So okay. That's what they call them promoters. And he was, he was and, promoting end up for NWA? No, he was, he was just called Jim Crockett Promotions. Oh, okay. And that's what it was always known. So, like, those were the two big ones. And then you and you kind of like didn't cross into someone's territory back in those days. You kind of had to ask permission. Okay. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. So oh, then, um, and then when cable hit, that's when Vince McMahon started. You know, he started videotaping like the matches, and he would he would do like a whole show in one night, tape it, and send it to the cable companies, and then he would get national exposure. And another one, none of them were doing this. Like he was the first to do that. Yeah. And then Pioneer. by that time he started making money, then mm-hmm. then he started stealing wrestlers from other territories. You know, oh. so that was uh, that's where a lot of them come from. Like Stampede in uh, Canada is, okay. uh, is owned by Stu Hart, and you know, Brett the Hitman Hart, a lot, uh, all those, uh, like in Chris Benoit, I his name, but uh, the Canadians. a bunch of other Canadian wrestlers come from that. Like all the Hart boys, you know, Owen and all those guys. So. Right, right. And yeah, that's interesting how, so the different territories, was there anything out in, out West, um, California, West Coast? Well, then you got the, the Mexican, which is like, what's the AA, the, the Mexican um, Federation? The Lucha Libre. The Lucha Libre has been around just as long. Oh, know, that, yeah. That's right. And it's just a different style of wrestling, but um mm. That, dude, if you watch the modern guys, like the guys now, they're all like Lucha Libre has had like an influence on them because they're all they're all jumping out of the rings and doing flips now. All, all the wrestlers do that now. Like, wow. Yeah. So it's like you have all these types of territories, but Vince McMahon like capitalized with the cable, mm. and then he made his char- he made like real characters. Like his characters were like just unlike the. Uh, Every, what everybody else is doing, you know? Right, right. So, yeah, he he definitely. Uh, so probably in the early '80s, right, uh, is when. Yeah, uh, and that was like one of his ideas was to get Hogan to do that movie because it was kind of like advertising one of his products, right? And oh, it worked. Yeah. yeah, and it worked. Yeah, it, it. You know, it's funny. It's. I wonder how like. How many people you know could say yeah you know when I saw Rocky three. You know, that yeah. was the thing, you know, that was the, the driving force that really got me into wrestling. You know, I saw, you know, Thunderlips, Hulk Hogan, yeah. um, but he, like you said, man, that was, that it worked, it totally worked, you know. And that, then if you remember after we saw Thunderlips, then MTV started getting on it and they had uh, Captain Lou and Cindy Lauper on there <clears> and then Roddy Piper. And then eventually that became the first WrestleMania. That's and right. And all, and it all was like, the momentum of that movie. Yeah. And Mr. T. And Mr. T. Right. Yeah. Because Mr. T was connected to, uh, Rocky three. Right. And they're like, Whoa. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, the whole thing was getting celebrities involved. So that's why he got he was smart. He got the young culture with the MTV, and then he was getting like Muhammad Ali as ring keeper. He was just getting, he was he he was smart the way he he uh, promoted it. Oh yeah, man he, yeah. he he was pushing all the right buttons. That's for sure. And yeah, genius moves, genius, just just calculated, genius, you know. Uh, and so, but I want to kind of talk about how he, um, you know, incorporated himself uh, as a Titan Sports, right? He created yeah. Titan Sports, yeah. And then uh, he, you know, he acquired Capital Wrestling, and then uh, after in 1982, he renamed Titan to World Wrestling Federation. Right, and then uh, well, yeah. Titan Sports was like kind of like a company that was like in part with World Wrestling. Yeah, Series. for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, like he, I think he named a. Uh, yeah, he. It, you're right. It was the kind of a. They were. Um, well, two, here's how you know this one that one entity man senior uh-huh. um, sold. When he when he retired from doing the, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, he sold the whole company to this man Junior for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I mean he just gave, he just got a dollar. That was just I don't know a transaction. But yeah, that's always been like that. Then after he sold it, wow. that's when Vince McMahon Junior took off with it. Right, right. Jeez, yeah. man. Dude, he was only like thirty five when he had that WrestleMania three when it was Pontiac <laughs> Silverdome filled up. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. 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 So like so yeah, the just the like you said, the advent of cable and then uh mm-hmm. Rocky Three. Um and then I mean he just he, he took off, man. He took off. Yeah. Uh, he started ma- waving that magic wand, that McMahon yeah. wand, you know. Uh and it's funny how like you think back to the those you know, those Days of uh, you know when wrestling would come, WWF would come on on Saturday mornings. We'd watch it every Saturday, right, religiously. And yeah. uh, he, he, uh, you'd always see McMahon. He, you, you know, he'd be one of the announcers, one of the broadcasters. And yeah. then you'd hear those rumors of, about how he was the owner. Yeah, right? yeah. and you Dude, couldn't really you know tell. You didn't really I know. That too. I credit you with that too, because you would. You were always like a little investigating guy. You know, I don't know how you got your stories, but you go. You know, you know that guy. I told you I that, you said, really? Yeah, and I think you said, you know, my cousin said because you always had like older cousins, right? Yeah. And um, he goes, my cousin says that guy or this man is actually the real owner. And I'm like, no, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I thought you were the you one know? that told me that. Jeez. Yeah. And oh then, my um, gosh. yeah, and I was just like, what? And then, then it just got more and more interesting to me. Yeah. So, right. It was always kind of a mystery, though. You know. Yeah, and then like you know the whole. You should never say the the fake word, the F the F word, the wrestler. So you never call it fake. You call it like staged or predetermined, you know, yeah. performance. Right. But, uh, you know, they hate it because they take these risks. Oh. They take these stunt risks. It's legit. Body, you know? I love the guys, man. Exactly. No, they're performers yeah. and it's choreographed. It's a, it's a TV show. It's a, So I call it a live uh, comic book, soap opera. That's what I call it. A live, com- yeah. uh-huh. a no, live I- comic book soap opera. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, That's what it is. Yeah, and, and but it, it it's um 
Yeah, so going back to the 80s, man, and uh-huh. uh, so and I, I think we always thought, we were under the impression that um, Gorilla Monsoon, I think, was the, the president and owner or something. Wasn't he the president, though, back then? Um, I think they gave Monsoon one. Remember this guy, Jack Tunney? Jack who? His name was, it was Jack Tunney. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, but these, these guys were nothing, nothing more. I think Monsoon did really like run things in the back. Yeah. There's like a spot before you go on. Like when you're, when you're backstage and you're about to go onto the ramp to go to the wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, they call it the, the gorilla position. So that's like the final stage. Like, when they're <laughs> like, this, yeah, they have their headphones on. They're watching the match before it goes. To this they day, they, the gorilla, they call it the gorilla position. To this day, they call it that. To this day, yeah. So they like, if you watch the documentaries and they have like uh, reality shows, mm-hmm. like uh, like some of the wrestlers, uh, they're all yeah. So I was in, I was getting getting ready to go, and I'm in the gorilla position, and they always say the gorilla position, and it's like right on stage. The gorilla monsoon would always sit there. You know, and he was kind of the booker. Like, he'd book the matches and right. kind of give the final, okay, here's what you're going to do. You, oh, know, wow. ready, you know, Yeah. The gorilla you know, position. Wow. The gorilla position. I, I didn't yeah. know that. And that, so there's, it's obviously named after Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon, dude. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's just but that Jack Tunney guy, that guy was just a character. He wasn't like, he held no power, just like a character. Oh, okay. They, like they, they they like Jack, he was kind of like Jack and Three's Company. Like that, just a character. <laughs> <laughs> he was Jack Tripper. Uh, Jack Tripper. <laughs> Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney and Jack Tripper. Oh Jack my gosh. <laughs> hey, I remember they'd interview him and, and they'd say, you know, his title president, WWF, right? Yeah. They were good, man. Yeah. Oh, great. Till that point, performance. I did not, I still thought everything was like, it was. Legit, like everything was legit. It wasn't acting. It was, you know, it just was a. It was, it was they. They were so good, right? But now they're all open. Like everybody, they're open with the the with the fan. Yeah, <laughs> the stage. You know, it's kind of it's just different the way it's operated now. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm just thinking back, reminiscing right now in my head, man, about you know how everybody at some point I think we knew it was you know choreographed and staged, <laughs> and but uh-huh. we still believed it. As if you know it was it was real, you know we still watched yeah. it as if it was real, uh-huh. uh, you know. But in our uh, in our in our um, you know our, our our beliefs were were our, what do they call it the willy uh, willing suspension of disbelief, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were we were buying it. We didn't care though. We were, yeah, loving, we were loving it. My freaking dad didn't even enjoy it. He would just always like. It's me, Damien. It's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah, he he wouldn't want to go into the world with me, you know. Gotta- <laughs> right, but you, you think about how, like, all the all the kids our age, man. Like all our all our peers, all our friends, they were into yeah. it. Everybody oh, was into dude. it, man. In, in the eighties, like I said, there's somebody. Whenever I talk to anybody mm-hmm. in this walk of life, I, right. uh, I always bring up wrestling and stuff that I know, and then everybody has a, a wrestling like a. Yeah, favorite wrestler of theirs, and yeah. I just talked about it. Anybody? Exactly, exactly. And uh, and then, uh, what about? Um, I want to kind of get into the, some of those uh, '80s, um, you know, huge, uh, you know, some of those notable events. For example, uh, things that kind of catapulted, you know, the 
WWF into the mainstream, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. With Saturday Night Main Event, uh, uh-huh. WrestleMania 1, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, those those two, especially WrestleMania 1, I think uh, after that, man, the floodgates kind of opened up. You know, you yeah, have, I would say, yeah, right? WrestleMania 1, you're right, opened up the floodgates. And then they became like, like, um, what the what, what's the word where they were like serious contenders for like ratings when yeah. WrestleMania three hit, like they said they were competing like they were getting ratings like as a major sport like basketball and uh, I don't know, like football I don't know high football but like some baseball games and stuff yeah I was what the heck they were just like shocked with their, and it was on pay per view back then you know oh that's right that's right yeah and they said it, like that put them like on the map that was like their breakout was that. WrestleMania three, but they were, that was like, they were, they were like, that was a big one. Right. Right. I mean, especially, um, well, WrestleMania three, man. Um, well, before we get into WrestleMania, 3, I want to t- kind of talk about WrestleMania. I mean, WrestleMania one, man, was, uh, was just a huh. monumental event. You know, you had these, uh, the main event, I remember it was, uh, Hulk Hogan and, uh, Mr. T, right. With Superfly Jimmy Snuka in the corner. Oh my god! And it, uh, versus uh, who, who was it? Um, Roddy Roddy Piper, Mister Wonderful, and Cowboy Bob Orton in the corner. It was okay. You like so, that? You like how I did that? That's that's like a photographic memory, right? Oh, there. that's beautiful, man. Doesn't that's do beautiful. anything for my life, but it's uh, hey, I know it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it's it's gold, man. It's, it's priceless for uh, the nineties galore podcast. Yeah, uh, for this podcast, but. No, that that yeah. So I, I remember that main event, man. I was that, was, and who was wasn't there a special referee? Oh, for that match? No, they had a special timekeeper, and it was dude. The main event. Wait, it was. Was okay. Wait, I think Muhammad Ali was the timekeeper. Okay. And then who's who's the the guy that was the manager on the Yankees? He looked like a '70s porn star. Was it, it was Billy Martin or something? <laughs> Billy Martin, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he looked like a FaceTime seventies porn star. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, Not that I've seen any, but I'm just saying. Yeah, sure. right. Yeah, if you yeah. had, he probably <laughs> would look like one. If, uh, My corner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, okay. So, but I remember, and then you had that. Uh, who was the uh, first match? Was it King Kong Bundy, and he fought some. What's what's the technical name for a, a nobody? A jobber. A jobber. A jobber. A guy who just loses, who's paid to lose. Right. Yeah, they call that a jobber because they use that to uh, um, build up the character, build up that wrestler. Yeah. So they, really? yeah. Okay. That was like that was their formula for years. Have a jobber. They yeah. occasionally do it now, uh, but that was the formula. Definitely, that definitely, and uh, and that was like uh, didn't he set the record for fastest match or? Sh- Right? Four, yeah. No, it was a fat. I think it was beat. It's been beat recently. Really? I think, yeah. I think what? Big Show might have done it. Or wow. Brock. One of those one of those big dudes that recently done it. But uh, yeah, so he he actually would have been shorter. It was uh, Special Delivery Jones. He, I think he like clotheslined him, then did the splash, the Bundy splash. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I think it was a nine second match. But right, right, Bundy right. even they counted the three, and then King Kong Bundy raised. He wanted four, 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 and gave him like an extra count, four count. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's right. Wow, man, that yeah. is. Uh, I haven't thought about this. Yeah. Jeez, I know. going down memory lane here, dude. 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and uh, but yeah, that, that that first WrestleMania, man, that was just. Uh, um, but wasn't it Madison Square Garden? Madison Square Garden. And oh, do you remember man. that it was on pay per view, but I don't think we were able to get pay per view. You know, I right. think you had to have like Select TV. Yeah, and we had home TV or something, and yeah. then we and then we had to wait for uh, to rent it on video. Right, like, <laughs> months later. Exactly. From, from yeah, best ba- video or from best video. Right. Best video. Our neighborhood uh, video rental neighborhood. spot. But best you know, video, Al Paloma, Archibald and Car- Wait, Archibald and 19th. That's right. Out there in Al Paloma. Vicky and John, shout yeah. out to you. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it's funny how you had to wait, right, for for uh, a, v- a video to come out on VHS. You had to wait months, yeah. months for that. Yeah. Month. There was no internet back then. No. Yeah. Kids, they just got it all. But, dude, WrestleMania won. We were so pumped up. We are talking about it. Because, oh, my God, Mr. T. And uh, Hulk Hogan. And then uh, you, they would show just, like, a little bit of the highlights, like, on the wrestling. Because on the show, uh-huh. like, it was a wrestling challenge or, or uh, what was their Tuesday night Titans um, they used to have. And they, uh, they showed clips because they wanted us to rent it. They're smart. They want us to rent it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they did. Oh, like, I'd man. hold it for, like, three days and return it. Oh, man. Gosh. It was always that was a good, man. Oh, man. Memories, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. Then, But but you mentioned uh, WrestleMania three, and that was the one where it was at the Silverdome, right? Held at the Silverdome, Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit, Michigan. Pontiac Silverdome, that's right. And, oh, poor. The, it, have you heard of the... The Silver Dome, how it's gone? It's it's totally abandoned now. It's not even in, no. It's not operational. Yeah, look they it up. It? Look it up. It still stands. The building still stands. Uh huh. But uh, it's like totally abandoned, what? decrepit. Yeah, you check it out. I think you find some shots on it, uh, some videos on YouTube of it. And they don't even have like a Tigers of North show up there and have a concert. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Really? Tigers of North. <laughs> No, man, uh, not even, jeez, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Lucha Libre. I mean, somebody, somebody, they would get like some like like monster truck or something to use out of it, right? Right, right, you would think, but yeah, check it, it's pretty interesting, but uh, but yeah, that, and that was, uh, they set the record for largest indoor crowd, I think, in that WrestleMania they 3. They did, but then it was broken recently, too. <sighs> it was broken within the last 10 years, that record, I think they broke it themselves at one another WrestleMania. Oh, I think you're right. Where what what venue was that? Do you remember? I think it was somewhere. Man, what would, what would that be? Because it was ninety three something. It was ninety three thousand yeah. something. Yes. And I think they did like ninety five. Was it at? Uh, Gosh. Is that the the new the Dallas State that where the Cowboys play? Oh, I think you're right. It been. I don't know, or or it might have been one some place in Florida, but mm. that for the next episode, I'm gonna have to research that one. Yeah, that man. Was good. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah, and that was a, that was a, you know another uh, pivotal WrestleMania man because they, no, they, they, the... they would just do outdo each other every every uh, every WrestleMania right every uh, episode. Yeah, but the, the thing with that one, uh, you have one of the most popular main events of all time with Hogan and Andre. Oh, and the, the way they promoted that, oh man, gosh, that was huge, man. And that match was wasn't I mean it wasn't a great match, but a match that 
from that WrestleMania that even talked about today, they say it's one of the top 10 matches of all time, or maybe top even top three, or the match of all time. Really? Is uh, Ricky Steamboat versus Macho Man for the Intercontinental Championship. Like, that match was, like, ahead of its time. Like, the way they wrestled compared to the athleticism and all the – you just just perfect wrestling at that time. Gosh, I, man, I would love to go back and watch all these, man. Yeah, that was uh, cocaine and steroids on fire in that match. <laughs> oh, they weren't doing that. Come on. <laughs> oh, shoot. That made for their great – that made for their great characters. They were on – Oh, man. The, they are running wild. Nobody was checking them. Right, right, yeah, right. they running, running wild. Jeez, man! And then uh, you know what comes to mind right away is uh, Ultimate Warrior. Oh God! Gosh, that guy was unbelievable. That guy was on, dude. He must have had that like a tap tapped into his vein, dude. <laughs> right, <laughs> that uh, dude had some energy. I think he was at the gorilla, uh, the gorilla position, right? <laughs> <laughs> right before he went in. <laughs> yeah, dude. Can you imagine that, was, dude? Uh, um, Ultimate Warrior. Quick Do you remember hit? his, uh, his interview? Huh? Remember his interviews? Ultimate Warrior's interviews? Oh, yeah, man. She's legendary, legendary. Everybody should watch. They don't make any sense. Everyone, everyone <laughs> should uh, pull up an <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's so crazy. And it's a good character. It's just like a, I don't know what it is. It's like a nutty barbarian, <laughs> I don't know, psychedelic dude. It's, uh-huh. it's like hard to explain. But it works. It worked for us. Oh man, yeah. yeah. What what do they call the uh, the bad guys? Heels, right? Yeah, they call the bad guys heels, and then the good guys uh, face or faces. Don't face. Face. A face, a face, and a heel. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Like a baby face, a baby face, because he was yeah. Uh-huh. Usually, usually like the good looking blonde guy was the was like they call the baby face, and then it just became like the. They just started. If you're a good guy, you're a face, you know. Uh, but we used to call them just good guys and bad guys. Good right? guys and bad guys, but as you learn, it's always face. They still use face and heel today. Always face or something. Really? Or then when a guy breaks character, they call it kayfabe. Like he broke character. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. I think that's it. Kayfabe. Like he breaks character. Mm. And you see them like you because some these shows now are live, and you see them like, oh, that's what was so cool. Yeah, when you you kind of see them break character, but then they try to still stay on. That was kind of that's what's cool. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. It's a, uh, and then you get you think back at the great rivalries, man. I remember the uh, Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov versus yes. uh, Hulk and and, uh, and Mr. T. Right? Am I, um, am I correct in that one? No, was, I don't think they ever wrestled. The, uh, you were too busy uh, playing baseball at that time. Um, <laughs> I missed that uh, episode were, of Saturday night mor- uh, Saturday mornings. You were playing catcher. You were catcher squat, you know? Right, right. So, um, so uh, no, it was – do you remember Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo? Oh, yeah. That And they were the American Express or something? Right. And so what they did, they developed them as this American tag team, and then the Cold War was going on, and so they made a Cold War villains with – Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik. That's right. right? And, then, and they had them. So they have, yeah. So they had that little rivalry going on. Yeah, he re- they represented uh, Iron Sheik represented uh, Iran and uh, Nikolai Volkov, uh, no, the USSR, pronounced, right? Russia. That's pronounced Iran. Iran. E- oh, excuse not, me. Not Iran. Okay. That's right. 
Oh yeah, they were they were the evil the evil communists, right? The evil yeah, the Russian communists. communists and, and you know what, Iran. man? Dude, then you come to find out, like how even though they both, they played those characters, all those guys were like hanging and partying and friends in the back. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, see, that's what we we couldn't comprehend that back in the day. Yeah, and then well, there was a big story. Um, okay, so. They that they had that American big rivalry, and it was uh, they brought in Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That was he was part of it. Remember him? He was a little tough guy. Remember that? Yeah, Hello. of course. Oh, oh. <laughs> and you came at two by four. four. Yeah. yeah, and he was all American. You know, he was like just for the the Midwest American, and then uh, Iron Sheik, like because you know it was like against the Russia, and then then somehow on the news, um. They got pulled over for a DUI, and they were both in the car together. Like they're all like, just hanging out, and they're and then people like wrestling fans went, "Wait a minute, why are they driving together and drinking?" You know? Oh. And yeah, and then that kind of that was like they got in trouble for that because really, yeah, yeah. So that was like a because it kind of like it was still that was like at the height where it was so real. Everyone, the eighties and then uh, early nineties and then the late nineties, it kind of like. Look at that, the cat out of the bag in the Attitude Era. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Attitude, man. Man, that's, uh, well, yeah, again, man, reminiscing and uh, I I haven't thought about all this stuff in a long time, man. Yeah, dude. It's like, it's a great topic to have, dude. It's like, uh, Absolutely. like I said, everyone could relate to it. Absolutely, man. And so your, I remember your favorite wrestler was uh, Hulk Hogan, right? When I was a kid, you know what? Back then. When we, when we do a top 10, I mean, hardcore fans will, they don't, they don't give him the credit, but you got to put him in there. I mean, in the top top 10. I mean, because he made, he exposed, you know, he was made a lot of exposure for the whole business, you know? Yeah. I mean, he still talks about it. He's still legendary, dude. I mean, everybody still knows him. Oh yeah, man! Yeah, worldwide. Everybody's yeah, superstar. Do you think he was the first uh, bonafide superstar? Yeah. I, well, there was guys before. Remember, right. Remember Rick Rick Flair, who is? I mean, he's a right. superstar now. I mean, he. Some people say he's the greatest. Of course, I can't argue that. I can't argue that. But um, I'm just saying he was a star in the South. Yeah. Because, um, but I'm saying. They, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to okay. say, I mean, worldwide, though, I mean, if you think, uh, I mean, there's probably still some people who don't follow wrestling that, that know who Hulk Hogan is, right? And there's yeah. and yeah. Um, there's some people that, those same people maybe don't know who Ric Flair is, for example. You know, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, okay, because all the, even Hogan and Ric Flair, uh, now you're getting the Japanese promotion, like New Japan Pro Wrestling, I think that's what it's called. That's like the second biggest promotion in the world. And, uh, Which like one? I'm sorry. I think it's New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think that's what they call it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and so even back in the days, they were going overseas to wrestle, like Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair. Like Japan, like has a big wrestling culture. That's and right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like Hogan, definitely Hogan's known, but Ric Flair is like he's known. Like he is. I think he got more popular in the nineties. He was already proper in the seventies, eighties, but nineties and two thousand, and now he's like, he's on a different level now. For sure, he might even pass Hulk Hogan's popularity. Wow, yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely man. 
I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, he he built the foundation. I think he set the he's you know he set the yeah. foundation and got to give credit. He was my guy. Right. He was my guy. Oh yeah, man. I was with him in the '80s, late '80s, and then uh, Frig when I then when the Undertaker uh, popped on the scene. Oh, oh, and I was just like, "Who is this dude?" <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, I was in high school loving him. Remember? Remember yeah. I had that Undertaker crush. Oh yeah, I know. I, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, and then you'd watch Raw like religiously, man, religiously every Monday oh, night. Dude, that because Raw came out when we were in high school. It was the first live yeah. wrestling show on Monday, and it was just like that. That's enough. That's another one of Vince McMahon's ideas. He's a genius. Yeah. USA yeah. Network, right? Every Monday night. Every, yeah. And I remember it kind of annoyed the, sh- the crap out of me. Because <laughs> uh, we'd be like, hey, dude, okay, let's do I think, I don't know, we'd be doing something. And you'd be like, oh, dude, I can't. I got, I got wrestling and I got I to watch Raw. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, gee, come on. Was, but you, well, dude, you would... there was no, there was, there was no DVRs back then, dude. Right. It was a pain to record on VHS. Oh, man. Let's go, know, let's go, dude. let's go, let's uh, go chase some girls. Oh, I, can't. I think we were actually watch uh, Raw. hanging out with like, I I think I had a high school girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, and I said, dude, we, we got to go watch Raw. I got to go watch Raw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh man. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. It, so, so I got a pop quiz for you right here. I mean, I sure. Wanna, I want to test your, uh, tri- your oh, acumen for WWF man. history. Let's try it. Um, so, where was the uh, Worldwide Wrestling Federation actually incorporated? When? No, where? Uh, well, either one. Where? Where or when? Oh, where? Oh, I'm gonna say it was incorporated in. Is it Stanford, Connecticut? Is that what they call it? Is that it? Uh, no, it was East Coast for sure. New York. What's that? Is it New York? No, no not New York. It was. Uh, Place called the Cape Cod Coliseum. Oh, geez. And uh, it's an old uh, arena. In, wow. In, Yarm- in y- South Yarmouth. I-, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Dude, Yarmouth, I, I Massachusetts. Like it's a Massachusetts. Oh. Yeah. That could yeah. be an SAT question. Shit, that was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. It, it, and he, oh, he actually well, bought it. I'm starting to question if I really am a wrestling fan. Jeez, man. I thought, I thought these are no-brainers for you. Uh, about that, jeez. That was a tough one. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's kind of obscure, right? I mean, Take it easy on me. Take it easy. Uh, but that was a good guess. Yeah. Right, Stanford, Connecticut. That's a, that's a good guess. Because uh, <laughs> that's where they're located. I just took a guess. Yeah, yeah. In the dark. But, you know. He uh so they they purchased it yeah they are incorporated at this particular venue man and uh, mm. in 1979 or no I'm sorry 1980 yeah and, and then they uh, apparently he sold the uh, arena Vince McMahon did in 1984 so he actually owned it for about five years uh-huh. and uh, this particular arena they've uh, it's in, it still stands they have hockey there like minor league hockey uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they do uh, the monster truck stuff you mentioned earlier. There, um, never got into that. Yeah, yeah, but he, no, I'm just, you know, but he he did uh, they incorporated this particular building. 
Uh, anyways, so I I, I want to we'll, we'll we'll do another pop quiz in a, a few minutes. Okay, I like I like questions. Yeah, yeah, okay. but um, so you but like like I mentioned, I kind of you mentioned it earlier. You know, this right. one, if you could maybe narrow it down to one event, you know, one thing that that really kind of propelled, you know, the WWF back then, as you, you know. Or even even WWE in the '90s. What what was that one thing that really propelled them to superstardom, to worldwide recognition? What do you think? Or what, do you think it was a gradual po- process, or was it a well, series of events? Well, okay, here's I'm gonna. There was two booms. These are the two booms that happened. Okay. Mm. Uh, so you're gonna go WrestleMania, but WrestleMania three just was like that was like the boom. Yeah. That was like. It was, I'm talking after that, advertiser, they were making cereals, freaking ice cream bar. It, they were just like everywhere, toys, That's right. figures. Oh, it yeah. just took off. It was like, you couldn't go wrong, right? So then, um, then um, it basically all those kids kind of got, got, got older, like me. We're in high school. And then, um, then like, it was like the ratings were down. It just wasn't the same. The figures weren't selling. Like early nineties, so, you think? Yeah, early nineties, and then it's almost like when, uh, like Vince McMahon, like when he gets like back to the corner when things are bad, that's when he gets creative. Yeah. And then, uh, so then he um, he started with characters like Undertaker, and then Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, but th- those weren't like a hit. I was going to like Quake Stadium and watching them wrestle. Oh, that's Remember right. Yoko yeah, I went to too. There wasn't like. Well, not even a thousand people there. Wow, Maybe I forgot there. about that. Yeah, and I took your brothers um, to watch that. Gosh. And then, um, and then we were going to the pond. It was well, oh, Honda Center. Excuse mm-hmm. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. That was, and then, um, oh, that's what it was. Back we, would, we would go to it was, but it was just like it was still. You know, they had the WrestleMania. It was still somewhat big, but to the fan. And yeah. then, yeah. then they were having the Raw. Raw was Raw was doing well, and then. <sighs> Remember that Jim Crockett promotion I told you about? Right. Okay, so eventually Ted Turner bought Jim Crockett promotion and then named it WCW, right? Oh, right, right, right. And then then another promote well, a guy worked for them named Eric Bischoff. Right. So dude, let's make a let's make a Monday night show like them, right? Right. Made Monday Night Nitro. Oh. And then they had all this money, so then they would buy they like bought Razor Ramon and Diesel. Right. And then what happened was this thing called the Monday Night Wars. And that's when the Attitude Era was born. Both I mean, it was that to me is like the best era right there. Mm. I mean, because I was older and it was like edgier writing. Yeah. Writing their shows were edgier, and then it was just big. Right. Stone Cold. Stone Cold comes out of that. The Rock, Generation X. It was just like every character was like a hit, you know? Wow. And like, that was like Bret Hart. And it's just like the Undertaker at his peak. Jeez. And, then that, and that's what that lifted them into. Uh, then they became publicly traded around that time. Wow. Then eventually they won the Monday Night Wars and ended up buying WCW. And then they, they were just the Kings. ECW. They bought everyone. So, yeah, he just swooped everybody up. He consolidated yeah, everything he, pretty much. Yeah, because, but WCW challenged them and it, they actually were, were starting to beat them in the ratings. And then, then after that, it was like, um, 
it was like the ratings were huge. Everybody was watching it. Yeah. Then they took over, and then that's when I, I and then it was like, oh, so he owns everything. And then I kind of was, I was raising little kids, and then I kind of like I stopped watching for ten years. Yeah, for ten years. Definitely. Like the early two thousand, like the John Cena era. I mean, I would peek in on it a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I didn't get into it to like three years ago. And that's a that's a different story. But right. That's right. Yeah, but I would say that Attitude Era Monday Night War Boom was the biggest theme because The Rock came out of there. And, you know, The Rock, like, probably the biggest ever, you know? So it's like. Yeah, yeah man. That well, was. Uh, those were the two, the two booms, I would say. Definitely, man. Very, very well said. And, yeah. And gosh, yeah. They, I remember, uh, you know, that, 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 you know, that rivalry between WCW and, and, WWF or WWE, mm-hmm. I should say at that time. Um, mm-hmm. And it, so you had some guys that were previously with WWE, right? And then they, they went, they jumped to, uh, I think you mentioned that, to WCW, like Razor Ramon. Uh, yeah. Right? He he was originally with WWE, right? Yeah. And then, well, I'm sorry, but the big thing was they bought Hulk Hogan first. Oh, that's right. right. And what they did was, and this showed how good Hulk Hogan was because people think of the red and yellow. They 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 turned him a bad guy. He became Hollywood Hulk Hogan. That's right. That was, and when he did that, I was like, dude, Hogan still got it because he like his bad guy character is one of the best ever. I mean, he just he was in the NWO. Remember the NWO? Yes. Yeah, that yes. got huge, and it was just like, dude, it was just great. It was like the best time because you had the the stars from the '80s bringing it. Like even Macho Man was there, Gosh, yeah. and then uh, the stars from the '90s, the Young Blood, like the the Rock, Shawn Michaels, uh, Bret Hart, they were all everybody was just operating on all cylinders. It was just like it was like the perfect storm of talent. Yeah, and and, um, and so, but WCW couldn't use some of these guys' names and their personas, right? Because no, you couldn't use the characters. So like Razor Ramon. He went by his real name, Scott Hall. That's right. And then Diesel, owned... Diesel ended up using his real name, Kevin Nash. Because the rights then, were owned by WWE, right? Yeah, those characters are owned by, yeah, uh, by Vince. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, and I, I wonder if WCW would offer to pay for those rights, right? I, I bet you they did, maybe. I don't know. Maybe oh, not. he wasn't going to. No. And what's crazy on the WWE Network, he owned, like, he has the wrestling videos, all the libraries to all those, like, uh, those um, those territories I told you about from the old days. He owns all that. And that's all. Like, you can find every match, like, almost every wrestling match that's ever existed on that WWE Network. Wow. Like, the old ones. Yeah. It's crazy. I got to get, yeah. I gotta Dude, get we used to, like, come over one day and we just... uh Hang out, have pastrami's, and uh, watch the WWE Network, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, do they still uh, air like uh, old WrestleManias and stuff on that network? Or- Every pay per view um, is on there. That means WrestleMania one through whatever it's thirty six now. Right now, WrestleMania thirty six. I know. And you, oh, and they just have it on uh, thumbnail. You can just go. Yeah, you just click you onto it. Click on then it. You can yeah. Start watching it. yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Okay, so more trivia. I got uh, this uh, question for you. Uh, you'll probably sure. get this one. Should I think you got to get this one? Uh, who was yeah. Richard Henry Blood Senior? 
<laughs> is that is that Chief J Strongbow? You're going old, huh? No, no, eighties. Ah, he's I think seventies, eighties. But no, 70s, he, 80s. you mentioned him earlier. I think Richard. Yeah. Oh, Richard. What was it? I think Richard. This is a real name. This Richard is a Blood. Real name. Richard Blood. Oh, is it? No, I want to say is it Ricky Steamboat? Yes, sir. Ding ding yeah. ding ding ding. <laughs> yeah, you got that. That was good. That was good. Yeah, man. That was uh, good. Um, Rick, Ricky Steamboat. Oh man, a lot of, lot of uh, our friend, uh, James, our friend James Taylor. That's he's a big fan of Ricky Steamboat. Oh really? Yeah, old James. James, yeah, yeah he's a he's a he's a regular on on here, man. He's, uh-huh. he's and and I think that the his theme music coming into the ring is the one the Chicago Bulls used for the Michael Jordan days. Oh, that that was his song. Yeah, this intro is uh, theme song, the, right? The beat, the music in the background, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that right? I, yeah, okay. That's what, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. that was man. A good, one. good question, though. I like that. Yeah, you know, gotta... wasn't as hard as that SAT question you gave me earlier, <laughs> but it was a little easier. Uh, <laughs> oh man. What, what, um, so. Yeah, so Hogan in the 80s, and then you had The Rock, Stone Cold in the 90s. I mean, who do you think had a greater impact, I mean, to the respective eras, man? I mean. Um, well, people say, uh, I don't know, a lot of people say Stone Cold. Yeah. It, you know, have the big, I mean, but I'm going to say, and then Rick, I'm telling you, Rick Flair is like. Yeah. Like, he's just, no, like, he's, he was in a commercial yesterday or two days ago for the Super Bowl. Oh, I missed it. I missed it. Yeah, and then The Rock introduced the team at the Super Bowl. It's funny you mentioned that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Jeez. like, I'm going to say because of the generation, you got more people knowing The Rock than anybody, any wrestler. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say right now, yeah. So he, I mean, Rock, I mean, because if, if the trick is to be the biggest name, right. The Rock wins that. Yeah, yeah. man. Definitely. I mean, yeah. and, and not taking anything away from Hogan, man. He was a pioneer. Yeah. Right? He was, yeah, they're making a movie on him. Really? Yeah. Terry Blair. I heard, uh, I heard um, Thor. I forget the guy actor's name. The guy's playing Thor. Oh, uh, gonna do Chris, Chris Hemsley or something like that, is it? Yeah, yeah. Is that correct? Chris Hemsworth or something like that? Hemsworth, I think, yeah. 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 Good looking fella, huh? Good looking fella. Oh, yeah. Strapping lad, huh? We kind of look the same when we take our shirts off. We're we're identical. We kind of look, it's kind of hard to tell. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) man. But hey, but I kind of want to shift gears on here uh, on you a little bit, Damien. I want want to talk about uh, Vince McMahon, Vincent K. McMahon, the man, the the myth, the legend. uh, I mean, just uh, phenomenal what he's done as a businessman. He, he's the the brains behind the this operation, yeah. man. And I mean, what a f- just I can't. I mean, I don't know, man. I can't describe how how much I admire him uh, for what he's done. It's very impressive, man. Right? I mean, um, oh yeah. Like um, like I said, he's I mean, not. I mean, he's he's like the Walt Disney of wrestling. I mean, that guy yeah. is still. Uh, well, here's okay. I'm sorry. I'm, here's a little story on one of the documentaries I saw. I think in the late early '80s, he told. I forget. Maybe it was Sergeant Slaughter who was telling the story. 
he said that, dude, he's like, we're going to be like the, the biggest wrestling promotion ever. He's like, we're going to be coast to coast and around the world, right? Uh-huh. And uh, Sergeant was like, what the heck? He's all, all right. And then they ended up doing that. And I think after WrestleMania three, he told uh, Sergeant Slaughter, he goes, you know, one day you guys are going to be millionaires because we're going to we're going to be a public uh, publicly traded company. And they're like, what the hell? Get out of here! It's crazy. And then they're a publicly traded company. And then he told Sergeant Slaughter, I think early two thousand, he goes, we're going to have our own network one day, our own network, and. <laughs> What do they got? The WWE Network. And everybody's copping that little, their style with that network. You yeah. get the app. <laughs> you, you pay a subscription. Kind of like Netflix. Right. You pay a subscription. You get all the pay-per-views and, you know, shows. And they, they have their own network. It's just genius, man. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. genius. Think about that. Right. Crazy. And, and you and know, doing, right. Go ahead. He's doing the XFL again, too, which is, I don't think it's a good idea. So, anyway. <laughs> hey, but you know what, man? I, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt Mr. McMahon the second time around on this. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Nah. Maybe. I mean, if there's one guy that you could, you know, if I was a betting man, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against that guy. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a tall tall mountain to climb. You know, NFL is a you know powerhouse. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting this time around with that the XFL. Yeah, but uh, well, I think the, yeah. I mean, how much how much football can we really get? You know, <laughs> I mean, shoot. Uh, yeah, I mean, you do have some uh, fanatics out there, but uh, I mean, as a football fan, you're a football fan. Um, aren't you like footballed out after the Super Bowl? I uh, yes and no. Um, I, really? But you're gonna have you're gonna have those people for, for like myself, for example. I'm definitely going to want to see what's going on. I'm just out of curiosity, you know, what, what's going to be, what the product's going to yeah. look like, you know, what, what's this going to look like this second time around? Because obviously the first time around the, the XFL was, um, I think it, it was, a, I think it existed for one year, right? Yeah. They had that yeah. one season. And uh-huh. uh, so we'll see what happens this time around. Like I said, you know. Yeah. Maybe, well, I hope it does well. I know they debuted this weekend. Right. So, um, it, exactly. Right after the Super Bowl. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, I think I'm more more than anything, uh, you know, there's people out there just out of curiosity. They're going to check it out, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, again, NFL is just a, a superpower, right? And uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. But but uh, hey, he, he's a he's a he's a genius at uh, promoting, right? And marketing and and yeah, you ad- know, advertising exactly. And um, even um, even today, they still got some good stuff. Um, his daughter, uh, Stephanie McMahon, yeah. I think she has it in her blood more than her the brother Shane. Interesting. Like she, like the woman's evolution, which <clears throat> the women are to me. I find them more entertaining than the, the men. Right. Stephanie today. You, you mentioned characters. that before. Better characters. Uh, you can tell they like they just take more pride in their characters. Wow. The wrestling, like they they're when they work matches together, it's just yeah. So that's uh, pretty cool, man. Like, like Becky Lynch and Ric Flair's daughter, Charlotte Flair. Uh, mm. um, yeah. So they're all uh, Sasha Banks. They're all there's some really good uh, women out there. So they're just you said uh, for, they're just as entertaining, if not more, than the men. Oh, the men! I still watch it. Don't get me wrong; they're amazing 
I guess more athletic than ever. Uh-huh. They do some crazy stuff. I could show you. It's just the acting and the characters of the men are not as good as the women. Like the women want it more. You can just tell. Like they take, they want, they have the hunger to have to be popular and have this character. You know. Wow. So, wow. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool, man. I, I got to see one of those matches. I, I'm so out of the loop right at this point in time. You know? Oh, I know. But that's like what Stephanie's doing, but giving all this, uh, you know, all this airtime for the women, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I, th- I think that's uh-huh. pretty cool, man. Uh, yeah. Did you know that uh, Vince McMahon was born in Pinehurst, North Carolina? Really? Yeah. Is that the south? That would be the south. He's a southern guy. Or was he just born there, though? Yeah, I think he was born there. Um, and then he attended um, <clears throat> Fishburn Military School in Waynesboro, Virginia. And did you know Otto Felix went there? Otto Felix? I don't know. (laughs) But he went there. (laughs) Uh, I I just thought I looked up uh, other notable people. Um, I don't see that really. Okay. Yeah, I just, I'm just, that's a a true story. But I have no clue who Otto Felix is. Otto Felix. Puerto Rican, no? Felix, like Felix. Otto Felix. Phoenix Trinidad, but you're thinking maybe Phoenix, I don't know. Phoenix Trinidad, Trinidad. Oh, look at that! The bilingual, tried, the bilingual skills coming through, huh? Coming through, you know. I got to know it when I order off of the menu at a Mexican restaurant. Got to do it. Got to yeah, do it. Right. Yeah. I like that, dude. I like that. Uh, Renaissance man. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you mentioned earlier that he had a couple step stepfathers, um, and one of them actually Vince McMahon grew up Vincent. Lupton, and uh, after one of his stepfathers, he took the name uh-huh. Leo Lupton, who used to beat his mother. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, and they quoted McMahon uh, saying that uh, it's unfortunate that he died before I could kill him. I would have enjoyed that, quote unquote. Okay, uh, it's kind of like that movie with uh, Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. Have you seen that? Leonardo, uh, gosh, what movie is that? Uh, which movie is that where he's like the stepson that wants to kill the What's eating Gilbert Grape? I... No, <laughs> no, it... no. What the heck? Oh God, we gotta look that one. Basketball up. Diaries. Oh. No, it was with, and it was, um, and he beats the mob. It's it's pretty bad, man. Oh, which Leo. movie is that? It was so. It was a good one, and then uh, Robert De Niro is so bad in there. He's so horrible in there, man. Really? Yeah. What do you mean as a, the character? It's just uh, some bad scenes in there, but he's like. Yeah, it's, it's, he was just horrible to that mother in there. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Vince McMahon, like, man. No eye contact. You go to the woman, he goes, no eye contact. You only get it from the back, and that's it. You don't look at me during sex. Like, Jeez. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> De Niro? That was De Niro? De Niro, yeah. He was like a, a hick. Gosh. Oh, this boy's life. This boy's life. This that's boy's life. Oh. This boy's life. Interesting, so, man. Vince McMahon had a this boy's life. Uh-huh. That's what he kind of, yeah. Oh man, yeah. That, uh, but so McMahon is yeah. He's had man, interesting life, like you said earlier. He he wasn't. Uh, he came up on his own, man. I, he, you know, he he, yeah. he definitely earned his his uh, his keep, and he also overcame dyslexia when he was young, man. And uh, dude, yeah, but he had that stuff. drive, dude. He had that drive. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was uh, but he came up as a promoter with with his dad. You know, once they got reunited and. Uh, you know, he, he was a promoter first. So I think that's where he got a lot of, uh, he, you know, he cut his teeth there and 
gained a lot of experience as a promoter and served him well later on. Yeah. Right. Obviously, yeah. you know, he's got a star he, in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He, Vince McMahon does? Yeah. Yeah. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, I, didn't, I didn't know that either until wow. recently. Uh, he, he deserves it. He deserves it. If anyone deserves oh, it. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Definitely, that's man. Yeah. yeah, he's uh what's that? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good I didn't know that one. I'm about to look that one up. Really? Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Um By the way, I have a question, a wrestling question for you. Okay, go ahead. Who's your who was your favorite uh wrestlers growing up? Give me like three of your favorites and why and why. Um, Tito Santana, Pedro Morales. Mm. No, <laughs> seeing the trend, the, 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 the Latino uh, trend there. Uh-huh. Right? No, the, the funny thing I remember with you and Tito Santana. Um, Arriba, I <laughs> dude. Like I said, growing up, dude, I just saw people. I didn't know like our culture was like, uh, you know, Latino or Mexican. You know, I didn't. I didn't know that. I was just like. You know, like our parents spoke Spanish to each other and stuff, but yeah. you were like already knew, like, oh yeah, he's one of our one of our people, you know. <laughs> and, and, I, and I remember we were watching. Uh, we're rooting for him because he was going against Macho Man for Intercontinental Belt. Yeah, and Macho Man pulled a foreign object out of his tight, and he hits Tito Santana in the, in the in the head with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I remember you were just like, like you just saw like the freaking Lakers lose the NBA Finals. You're all, no, no, <laughs> you were just. Like, you were just uh, like so into that match, dude. Yo, no! <laughs> like, it, it was like you saw a relative lose. I, I thought that was Greg the Hammer that did that. No, it was. Uh, it was he, Mach- they had a good rivalry, but it was Macho Man. Oh. We thought, yeah, he was going to finally get the belt from Macho Man. Jeez, man. And then Macho Man hits him. Damn. Yeah, I remember, right? I mean, we used to get into it, man, knowing yeah. that it was choreographed. <laughs> we were emotionally Pedro involved. Morales, really? Wait, wait, Tito, Pedro Morales, and who's the other one? No, I was kidding, man. Donald. No, okay. I, I, you know, I, I'd have to say um, back in the day, man. You're talking about all time or, or 80s or? Whatever. What was your your three favorite wrestlers? I was always curious because you gave me a hard time during the high school years. You weren't, like, partaking with me. Right, right. No, I, I, I used to like, uh, for sure, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan and then uh, Shawn Michaels. Mm. Uh, Bret Hart was up there. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, those, those three guys, and then yeah. uh, maybe um, if you went top five, probably Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior gets a lot of love, dude. He gets a lot of love. Oh yeah, everybody loves that guy, man. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. So, um, and then. It, I, you mentioned kind of uh, as well, you know, the, the the there's been several documentaries that they've made. Remember Beyond the Mat? I think that was one of the first ones, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like maybe 20 years ago now with Jake the Snake. Yeah, with uh, Mick Foley. Mick Foley. One, yeah, well, they talked about that. I quit match with The Rock. That was some, that was some gory stuff there. Yeah. Oh, man. And then uh, what about the the film The Wrestler starring Mickey Rourke? Oh, that yeah, that that's when it, I think that movie and that documentary started showing uh, like like the life of a wrestler. Like it wasn't, yeah, I guess it wasn't as fake as people thought. You know, 
Right. And and it's, it's a hard it's a hard job, dude. It's not it's not glamorous. I used to want to be a wrestler as a right. kid, but then when you get older, you're like, dude, it's yeah. like the what they put on their body and jeez. Ah, yeah, dying, dying in their forties. It's like it's sad. Gosh, the travel, being away from the family. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Kind of documents the, the less than uh, less than glamorous lifestyle, right? Yeah. I mean, well, it's funny in the new documentaries that they have on the network. They they show like how tough it is and. The injuries, but it's, they don't show like, like I and beyond the mat, they were, they were showing like wasn't Jake the Snake? He was on heroin, and it was like it was horrible. That was like, like they don't show any of that in these documentaries on the um, on the W Network. Oh wait, actually, they I think they did. Like, take that back. There is a Jake the Snake documentary on there that covers that. So okay, they just got some great documentaries on there. It's good stuff. I got yeah. I like beyond the mat, you know. I, What's that? They have like documentaries that are just as good or even better, like like Beyond the Mat. On, really? Uh, network, yeah. That, that must be like heaven for you, man. That 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 uh, network, right? Dude, it's yeah. I, you binge, dude. You binge. It's like yeah. There's so many apps: Netflix. Uh, I got an ESPN Plus. I got Disney. There's an Apple one. Amazon Prime. You know what? It's like I'm paying more for that. Then I did cable. It's like they're getting you another way. It's horrible, horrible. Right, right. Yeah. No, it's worth. It's definitely worth the. What is it? Ten bucks a month. Ten nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, a little over ten. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was one penny off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh man, but uh, so what do you think, Damien? Uh, what's the what's the future for for wrestling, dude? I mean. Where, where where is it at the the the, the state of, well, of wrestling right now WWE? Well, I think last year they had a little boom with um, when uh, Ronda Rousey was in there, and it was a women's boom, and they had the first ever uh, women's main event at WrestleMania with uh, Ronda Rousey, Ric Flair's daughter Charlotte Flair, and the Man Becky Lynch in a triple threat match, and they call her the Man. The man, Becky Lynch, because she's the man. Because, <laughs> uh, really? Okay. The man, that's what she called herself, the man. Interesting. Yeah, because it was a theme that Ric Flair used to say, like, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Oh, okay, and okay. So she went up to Charlotte Flair and she goes, you know how your dad used to say that? She goes, I'm the man. Uh, and then people started calling her, she's the man, you know? I see. She's the man you got to beat. But, okay. But it caught on. She's like uh, the female Stone Cold of this generation. Okay. Yeah. But I think right now, because Rhonda is like taking a leave of absence for uh, trying to have a, a baby. Oh. And um, I think they really need her back. Um, yeah. but it's kind of like they had good momentum going um, with last year's WrestleMania. Kind of died down a little bit. But um, I see there's this younger generation from NXT, which is like a farm league they have that's coming up. Okay. And you, you should see some, like, some, some, there's some amazing talent coming out there. Really? Yeah. yeah. And from NXT. N- NXT? NXT means, like, next. And that one's, uh, okay. Shawn Michaels and Triple H uh, have full control of NXT. Oh, Shawn and, Michaels uh, is involved? Oh, yeah. And Triple H. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, Triple um, H is, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. So NXT is like more of like a more doll oriented uh, wrestling, but it's like uh, their farm league. So you get pulled up to like Raw or SmackDown. That's like the that's like the big leagues. Wow. From NXT, yeah. But they're starting to like incorporate NXT into more of the into the the main roster too. Okay. But, yeah, but there's yeah they're, they got some good guys people coming out there. What when is when when does that come on? Wednesday night on USA Network. USA Network? Wow. Still, still partnership. Yeah. The that's NXT, awesome. uh, I think it's 8 o'clock, USA Network. Wow, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Jeez. There's wrestling, like, yeah. It's freaking all, it's all day if you want. It's all week. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, but uh, do, you, do you say, who, so who's the biggest superstar right now as we speak? Um. Like I said, it would be uh, for the men. It would be like Seth Rollins, the the Fiend, Bray Wyatt is real popular. Okay. Um, oh, Brock Lesnar, he's always he's still there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the New Day. I mean, these are. It's like they. Have, there's just few. I'm just seeing guys. That I would say, oh, okay, those are the top guys. So, oh man, um, Roman Reigns, who's the Rock's cousin. Um, he's like the, he's the guy they really want to push. Okay, he would yeah. be. And then when you go, you go to the female, it's it's Becky Lynch, the man, and uh, Charlotte Flair. Those are the two. Wow, man! Very yeah. cool, very cool, man. Jeez. Yeah. So what? So, but I, I expect. Um, so you you think uh, eventually Shane and Stephanie are just going to take over full operation? Uh, I think um, Triple H and Stephanie yeah. will eventually. Take over. Gosh. Yeah. Those are going to be the ones, yeah. It's going to be interesting. We'll see what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. Wow, man. It's been it's been uh, very interesting, Damien. Gosh, where yes. did the time go? It's, it's a good hour good and 20 topic. minutes in. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes in. Hour and 20. No, it flew by. An hour and 20. Yeah, oh, man. is that a record? Did I break a record? I think you might have bre- broken the record, man. Okay. It's like uh, well, WrestleMania 3 all over again. I'm a whale of a man, so you know I have a lot of minutes in me. So. Right. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You're way, I don't know. You're not that small. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I gotta get my uh, my drum drum sound effect here back. But man, uh-huh. dude, it, it, I really appreciate you coming on, man. This is this oh. has been really fun. We gotta do it again. We'll do it again. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. find another wrestling topic or. Uh, we could do an NBA top. I'm, you know, oh. all right, or just have me on. Just uh, any other, uh, you know, childhood memories we could run down memory lane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. man. anytime. You're always welcome back. Um, I, I really... Can I still call you Kaka? Yeah. Kaka? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, that was Oscar though. I think. Uh, no. Oscar. You Hulk. said it too, I don't buddy. Get you Oscar. Said huh? It was your name too. You said that too. Said, What's your name? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, man, going down memory lane is always fun, man, with you, and uh, yeah. go back almost forty years now. Jeez, please, hey, don't say that. I, I don't want to think about the math. We're aging like fine wine, though. Fine wine, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I still got the, the you know, uh, the same uh, pair of socks from high school. I could still fit in. <laughs> <laughs> You don't need the you don't need the hula hoops anymore to work well, no, to hold you to hold them up. Oh, I yeah. thought you used to use those for uh, those booty socks as uh, 
uh, pillowcases. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I used to use your the pillowcases as booty socks. Sorry, I got yeah. that turned around. Yeah, it was something like oh, that. Man. Yeah, and man. My, my sister was so small, she used to use uh, pillowcases as a sleepy bag. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we played uh, handball on the curb, against the curb. Oh, God, oh, see, why do you got to get me? I know, uh, I know. Hey, geez, we, we, we uh, lived in a, a very humorous neighborhood. Lots of good jokes, ripping and bagging. Oh, all yeah. We, I think all we got to, for sure. We'll do a podcast on, 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 on that yeah. one day, man. But, uh, hey, man, thanks again. You're, like I said, you're always welcome back. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we got to do it again soon sometime. Good time. Good time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure going down memory lane. Hope you enjoyed that one. Damien, thank you so much once again. Uh until next week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back for another episode of the 90s Galore podcast. Don't forget, uh, we need three more people to do uh, to get on the uh, giveaway, the gift card giveaway that we're doing on Instagram. So don't Ooh. forget. Yeah, Crazy. we're doing a little give. We're just, you know, trying to have fun here, Damien, trying to uh, entertain our listeners. I didn't get a prize. I didn't get a prize. <laughs> Uh, yours will be coming soon, man. Okay. I, I can't. I, yeah, I got to tell you off the air. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we need three more people. We have seven so far. We need ten. We need ten, and I'm trying to give away something for free. Okay, you so, give it to. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Just like Gary Busey would say. Point break. <laughs> I'd be good. That'd be another good episode, by the way. Oh, um, there, there. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said. Um, just uh, post on Instagram uh, when you when we post the uh, announcement for this particular podcast. Um, just go ahead and, and let me know, okay? Uh, who you want to us? Who do you want us to see? Who do you want to see us profile on a future episode of the '90s Galore podcast? Do you want a solo artist, a band, uh, maybe a, you know a female group? I don't know. It could be from the 90s, 80s, any decade. It could be a movie, television mm. show. You let me know and then follow uh, or sorry, uh, tag two of your friends that I'm not already following or aren't following me and you're in. Okay. Three more people for the gift card giveaway drawing and we'll do it on Instagram live. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Uh, it's been a blast um, th- for all of you in Germany, the UK, Mexico, Peru, Canada, wherever you're listening. We love you. We thank you. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. Write me, write me a review. Give me five stars, damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at 90s Galore. On Instagram at 90s underscore galore on Instagram. Um, it's always fun to interact with the, with the, uh, with the listeners. Okay. And um, so until next week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. And once again, signing off for Damien, Carrion, and myself, Andy Zaldivar. Always remember, take it easy. Easy.